blessings are reflective of this is the relationship I promise you here, but now we see through a glass dimly, but when we are in heaven, we will experience the fullness of God. And so that is embedded in these beatitudes. How often do you consider the hope of heaven? Not like, okay, we're all aware of like, I'm going to heaven, I'm saved. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how often do you really meditate in, I have the hope of heaven. Nothing can diminish my hope because my hope is built on the future state in eternity. This is Study with Friends, a weekly dive into the answers and questions we find in the Bible, the church, and in the broader Christian faith. I'm Paige, and today we'll be continuing our series focusing on the Sermon on the Mount. This series is different in that it consists of an eight-week study with five daily programs to help you study the Sermon on the Mount in a much deeper way. If you want the study material or homework or more information about this series or other resources we provide, you can find them on our website, studywithfriends.org. So let's start day five. This is the, the day we call the blessing effect. Okay. On day two, we looked at the three elements of every blessing. Today, we're going to actually return to two of those elements. One being the earthly. Remember, we talked about already and not yet. Now and later also. And then the heavenly. I'm going to flip those around because I always find it interesting to ask other believers, how often do you think about the hope of heaven? So while you're chewing on that, we talked about in day two that these blessings are now and future. Future being in heaven. You will receive the fullness of God. And so that, that just to tie a thread there, what why I jumped into the hope of heaven. These blessings are reflective of, this is the relationship I promise you here, but now we see through a glass dimly but when we are in heaven, we will experience the fullness of God. And so that is embedded in these beatitudes. And so we're circling back to that. And I do want to ask you, how often do you, or you could even say, how often does your church, how often does your pastor preach on it? How often do you consider the hope of heaven? Not like, okay, we're all aware of like, I'm going to heaven, I'm saved. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how often do you really meditate in, I have the hope of heaven. Nothing can diminish my hope because my hope is built on the future state mm -hmm. in eternity. How often do you really reflect on that? I think sometimes when earthly emptiness is consuming mm -hmm. and you're just like, who I have here, I think that's when I'm most that's like, so but the fullness of heaven because i don't know just that parallel not parallel opposite really yeah juxtaposition juxtaposition mm -hmm. between those two and the emptiness of earth is so dreary and life draining and i feel like in those moments the only thing that you can meditate on that truly will give you comfort is nothing of this earth yep. And it's only the fullness of heaven. And that's when you really start to think, wow, well, this earth is so the opposite of that. So what does the fullness of heaven look like? Yeah. The truth is there's a lot underneath what you just said. Can I ask you some follow-up questions? Mm -hmm. Would you say that's your natural inclination or did you have to kind of develop that habit of like seeing your current state and shifting your mind to your future state? Like tell me, tell me practically how that works. 
I think at first, as I was growing as a believer, it was more of an intentional, this earth can't offer you the things that you want, focus on heaven. Mm-hmm. And then as I grew in my faith, it just became something to that invigorated me and encouraged me and got me excited and became something that I just naturally thought of more oh as gosh. the hope of heaven. So that goes back to what we were talking about day one in the like the habits we build. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. I love that about you, by the way. I think that you might be more the exception than the rule if you're able to do that on a regular basis. Yeah. I do think that our flesh wars against that thinking. For sure. And the enemy and the world are designed to steal our hope and replace it with despair. Mm -hmm. And we submit to that a lot. Yeah. It's hard not to. Um, And so I really like that you said it was something you had to start intentionally, but then over time it became something that was more automatic. And isn't that true of every habit? I mean, I'm thinking about exercise and eating. (laughs) (laughs) I've not mastered, but anything. And it does really tie into day one when we were talking about these liturgical habits of deciding what we're going to focus on. Mm -hmm. And my friend Matt would also remind us that all the psalmists did this. Mm -hmm. Every psalm, except I think Psalm 88, has despair and then ends with hope. Mm -hmm. It says, this stinks, but God. So what I love that Matt says is we are, we do sit in that. We don't, we acknowledge that, but we're in good company with believers all throughout time that we say, this is not good. I am not enjoying this. This is not healthy. This is not God's intention for his creation. We are living in a broken world and I'm experiencing that brokenness, but God is still God and he's still good. And when we look at the Beatitudes and think of them as a reflection of what we can hope for both here and in the future, but specifically now in our future eternity with him, I don't know. I have to say, I don't think a lot of Christians are doing that on the regular. I think that we all, a lot of us get lost. And so I'm really glad that you set the tone by saying, no, I actually do do that because it's an, it's an aspiration that I think a lot of us don't like. I, I don't always do that. I get stuck. I get like this mm-hmm. and I, I, all I can see is what is right in front of me. I'm putting, for those of you who are listening, I'm putting my hand, like I'm putting my hands around my face. I can't see very well. And so I get really fixated on the thing that's happening to me right now instead of what has already happened to me, which is I'm saved from this and I will be delivered from it. I have been delivered and I will be delivered. What else do you want to say about the hope of heaven? She just nailed it. So her tough act to follow. Nail it. Well, what I want to follow up on that with is when you were talking about the psalmist and starting from despair and then seeing our salvation and our end goal as the answer and looking to that. I understand that and I get that. And I'm not saying that even in my despair, I don't. Two points is. So we'll start with the despair and the end result or the goal that we're aspiring to. But two ways of looking at it. One, I want to get to get to a point where it's not because of the despair that I'm looking for the hope. I'm just happy in the hope. Yep. You just have the hope. Yes. Yep. Because rather than coming from in order to relieve me of this or mm. I, Lord, I know you will pull me out of this and take me here. Not from that. I just want to get to a point mm-hmm. where I am happily living, but still living, knowing that there's something still better for me waiting for me hopefully someday I'm not there yet I think a lot of us aren't there it's hard Mm -hmm. 
And that's why he says it all through scripture. In this world, you have t- will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. It's so much of James is, it starts with consider it all joy. When you, when you face trials, so much of the scripture, at the end of the Beatitudes, you will be persecuted. <laughs> this world is full of trouble. Mm-hmm. God's word understands that. And he is, he was a man of sorrow. Like he experienced the sorrows. Christ experienced the sorrows. He understands them. And so I don't think he expects us to be Pollyanna. You know what I mean? Like happy or lucky all the time. I think what he's saying is remember the truth. When the world and the circumstances you're in want to tell you a lie, remember the truth. I have overcome the world. It's done. It hasn't played out on our, our timeline calendar yet, but it's done. It's finished. Remember that truth in all circumstances. And that's, I think, what was the beauty of what Ange was saying. She was like, I had to be more intentional about it at first, but over time, it became more accessible to me because I had made a habit of it. Mm-hmm. And however that looks, some people might have a little post-it on their mirror. Some people might meditate on, uh, like... Again, I'm going to say my friend Matt. My friend Matt would have us read a psalm every day as part of our spiritual practice because it's a reminder. Mm-hmm. No one's saying this is going to be great. The world is broken mm-hmm. and we still live in it. It's not going to be great all the time. It's going to be bad a lot of the time. But don't forget the truth that God has overcome the world, that God has overcome the brokenness. And we have overcome the brokenness by Christ. Just remember that. Just remember it. Doesn't mean you have to feel different. I think the natural thing would be it might help you feel different, but you can still have your feelings like that still stinks and you can still know that stinks and God knows it stinks too. But he's saying, put your eyes on me like Peter walking on the water. Keep your Mm -hmm. eyes on me, not the storm around you. I mean, it's all over scripture, right? He is saying this to, to us on the regular in scripture. And so I think that's an important note in the Beatitudes because he's saying there is truth here. The future is secured. Your future is secured. Remember that this sermon, the whole sermon is for the disciples. And he is saying your future is secured as best you can when things go sideways. As they will. I can see it's churning Mm -hmm. in your spirit. Do you want to speak to it or do you just want to sit with it? It's okay. It was just the two thoughts of like, I understand, I I get that. And I, I, there's part of that where we were talking about the discipline first and how some things sometimes we're not fully there, but we need to put ourselves in a place where you fake it till you make it. I mean, that's not the best way to say it, but Mm -hmm. you do that and that'll get you to the, so with the thing about the being in the despair, the two things that I was saying was one, I want to have that hope, that eternal hope without having to just have that as the end result mm. of me. The catalyst. Yeah. The despair mm-hmm. being to, the catalyst. To get there. I see what you're saying. So that's the mm-hmm. one. And the second thing is, even when I'm dealing through the despair or something like that, the hope for the later is not usually what my prayer or my yearning is. It's um, it's in the now. now. Through Christ, mm-hmm. definitely I look and I call out to Christ and I say, Lord, help me with this or to see you or show me the comfort or all the Mm. things that are promised to me. I'm not saying that whatever it is has to disappear, but show me your hand of mercy or strength Mm -hmm. in the now. 
Yeah, or, or, or it's connected because mm-hmm. it's almost like we're saying, remind me yes. you are in it mm-hmm. because maybe he won't show you anything. Mm. And that's the learning and the growth that I have to go through. But maybe he just reminds you, mm-hmm. I am in it, whether you see me or not. Right. Yeah, and that's almost the relief you feel in the now. It's mm-hmm. not about any situational changes. Mm-hmm. It's about your internal right. change. Yeah. In yeah. the now. Yeah. In the now. And it's you're reminded of and the you're remi- you may that internal change is effective if you can grasp the truth mm-hmm. of where your hope lies. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just excited. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a really good lead into what I would say is maybe the the last question I want to focus on. What are practical ways that we can make the hope of heaven more effective in our daily life? What are some practical things that we can do to remind ourselves of the blessings that God has already bestowed on us already, that we are already in these blessings? If all the things we said this week are true, that these blessings are ours we they are all ours they are for every believer then how can we live that way how can we practically walk through life that way you gave a great example of like i just need to make a habit of remembering the hope of heaven what other are there any other practical ways that you guys do that I can tell you one way I do it is I surround myself with other believers. I mm-hmm. was just going to say that. Because when I get to feeling mm-hmm. so sad for my little old self, <laughs> yeah, then then the fellowship of believers are like, you know what? God always, you said it. You said, God said, Julia said, God said. It was yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you made yourself available to someone mm-hmm. who has a strength mm-hmm. and a faith. And yep. that day she was strong for you. And another day you might be strong for her. Yep. So that's for me super practical. And I I find so I do a, a I do a Bible study through the school year. But if you're like me like there's that break in the summer like we stopped doing our Bible study, I don't know why. But I it's palpable for me. Mm. I feel it oh, yeah. over the summer. I'm like, "Man, it's like when you stop exercising." My walk, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd have to start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my my walk is noticeably changed when mm-hmm. I am not, and I'm, I'm still going to church. I'm still yeah. doing, but what that fellowship of Bible study and believers that are doing just what we're doing right here, mm-hmm. that is noticeable yeah. when it's absent from my life. So for me, that's a big practical thing. And I do, I choose to like, I just, I said it uh, earlier this week in our study, I was like, oh, I went for a walk with my friend. A, a believer and I, I was like picking her brains I was like so she's a little further along and parenting her adult children I was like I need you to tell me and I knew she was going to give me advice from a Christian standpoint that is practical for me practical it's like how am I going to make sure I'm accessing this on a regular basis and I hate to say accessing because it feels consumerism but how can I make sure that I'm staying in relationship with God and and not letting myself be swept away go ahead i was just gonna say i think that's what we're called to do we're called to be in community god this message was for the disciples there's a group of them mm-hmm. and they got this message and i'm sure they talked about it together and they you know pondered it. they gave each other insights and yeah that's what we were meant to do yeah and the whole rest of the new testament yeah a lot of that is sort of a conversation mm-hmm with other believers paul's letters to his churches the epistles of of, you know peter and john and like that's what they're doing they're chewing on this Mm -hmm. and of course divinely inspired so there it's just god giving more more insight more 
understanding. And we do do that. God works in spaces like this where he says, I will give you a fresh understanding of what I have in mind for you. Um, so you're right. I agree with that. And I hate to say it, but I think women do that. We're just naturally yeah. relational. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just naturally talk everything just to like death. Chatting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, comes a little bit easier. If you're a dude, go get you some of that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I also think as, m as so important as community is and verbal processing and talking it out, I think it's also very important to self reflect, which is why I would throw meditation in as a practical way. Because just the scripture calls us to meditate on it and we just don't. Mm. And I'm talking about like you sit down. Oh, yeah. And you set a timer for 20 minutes and you just think about the one yeah. piece of scripture. Yeah. Or just one thing that you're wrestling with. Yeah. Just sit. It's 20 minutes. We're not a naturally self-reflective um, culture. We're instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Give me the thing and let me go on my way. Let me read this passage mm -hmm. of scripture. Let me get what I need to get. Goes from back it to the checklist. Me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. We love a checklist. <laughs> but I yeah. love we love a checklist. Get Raise your hand done. if you have a to-do list and you do something that's not on it and you put it on the to-do list so you can check it off. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All the time yes. is my favorite Just thing so I can scratch <laughs> it off. So, you can so we are pathological mm -hmm. with our checklist. but And that's the thing is that we aren't super self-reflective. It's just so, it's what we're called to do. And even if you don't feel like that you, if you, even if you don't feel inclined to do things that you're called to do, you feel like so great afterwards. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's like a, for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. you want to be doing it. But like, ah, oh, you do feel a little mm -hmm. bit better than everyone around you. I don't think it's you. wrong. You're like, oh, I just meditated. Get on my level. Yeah. I don't think it, okay, well that's, that's. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, I, but, but there's something there, G, because it's not wrong to step into the scripture and receive the blessings and feel good about that. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I'm packaging it a little bit differently than what you're saying, but. No, you're packaging it in a. I think it's a good thing. In a, in a more virtuous way, but. Mm -hmm. um, okay, can someone read John 17, 22 and 23? As we put a lid on the Beatitudes this week. John 17, what was verse 22 and 23, please. Yep, I got it. John 17, verse 22. I have given them the glory that then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So if I said that that summarized the purposes of Jesus's blessings, the Beatitudes, do you think I'm off my rocker or maybe there's something there? Well, you're off your rocker, but not because of that. That is definitely, <laughs> I, know, I always leave myself open to that. So if I say John 17, 22 and 23 summarizes the purpose of Jesus's blessings, will you read it again? For us out loud? Yes. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. 
I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So what might the purpose of Jesus' blessing be besides our own experience? To show the love of Christ in the world. Interestingly, the next week is all salt and light. <laughs> Look how that Look works. At that. Whoever wrote this must be really smart. Almost like, what are you doing? No, God. Okay, so um, parting thoughts. We have a few minutes for final thoughts on the Beatitudes. There's so much. Yeah, but it's a lot. Yeah, they're so beautiful and so meaningful. And... Um, touches very deeply on so many different levels of what we are, what we can be, what we should be, um, and everything that we can receive with that also um, internally, externally, our relationship, our life, our living. Um, it's, it's just too much, and I'm not, I'm just saying random, it seems like different descriptive words, but no, but it's the truth because there's so much in there. Mm -hmm. It touches, I mean, I it, it touches every aspect mm -hmm. of who we are and what we're doing and what's intended for us mm -hmm. through relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. I think we don't spend enough time on the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. people dismiss them. Mm -hmm. They feel unattainable. Mm -hmm. And we just skip by. Unless like, you're using them to condemn someone else. <laughs> so we just don't, I don't know. I think there's unique blessing in that particular part of scripture. And it certainly kicks off the whole sermon mm -hmm. of we are blessed. We are already blessed. Now, what will we do with that? Mm -hmm. How will we reflect Christ? In order to do it, we have to first really embrace it. And that's years of just, I mean, I, you could read the Beatitudes every day and ask God, show me, show me everything you have in here for me. And it would be endless. We can't do it in these tiny little pieces of time that we've been given. But go get it. Mm -hmm. Go get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's pray it out. You good? You want to give a parting thought? You have a lot of pen, pen action. No, I'm good. Okay. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for the revelations that you provided through and among us. Thank you for your word. It is endless and glorious. Thank you for your love. It is the same. Endless and glorious. We don't deserve it. We are so thankful for it. And we humbly submit to your work in our lives. Give us this work through this study and meet with us here and every time we open your word we ask it in jesus name amen hi again it's Paige. thanks again for joining us in our study today we hope that you found some great truths to apply to your life and encouragement for your faith as you continue to mature in your walk with jesus we here at Study With Friends are modeled more like a small group. We want to encourage you to continue your growth through the local church. 
If you don't have a church home, we encourage you to find one where the Bible is taught in every situation. Study with Friends is a completely donor-supported ministry, and if we have blessed you, would you consider donating to us? Monthly partnerships are particularly helpful, but no amount is too small. We'd also love to stay connected. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can stream us on the go wherever you are with iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. And now you can watch the ladies on YouTube. If all that seems to be a bit too much for you, feel free to email us. You can find our email address on our website, studywithfriends.org. While you're there, you can check out a myriad of other resources we have that are all free for you. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time when we study with friends.